Welcome to my humble abode. Hashtag humblebrag. You're the first to arrive. Yeah, I don't think anyone else is coming, Tarnished. Let me in. There's a chill in the air. Really? I thought they're saying it's mild for the time of year. Big tech chill. Stripe is slashing 14% of its staff. OMG, I, I hope the Collison bros are going to be okay. Well, they're billionaires, so... Will this mean they'll stop buying period mansions from old money peeps in the pale? Because that would be a disaster for our last remaining demographic. Twitter face losing half their walkers. Facebook is pausing its Ballsbridge campus. And there are rumours about some of the other big tech Humpty Dumpties facing a great fall. Wow, imagine if we'd wasted 10 years making Ireland totally reliant on like a handful of multinationals. Oh God, I think I'm going to be sick. Hey, my room temperature omelette buffet is only three days old, dude. Not that our entire economic plan of making Ireland the doormat for tax dodging hokey pokey is crumbling before my very dimples. Yeah, no wonder Martin Shanahan ran screaming from the IDA to Grant Thornton months before he was due to leave. Yes. Running away from the hellfire. What a hero. Big tech is going to be little tech. And if all these jobs go, rental price of flats might actually fall slightly in Dublin, which will upset big rent. Yeah, this is all very worrying. For the less fortunate. Especially for uh, failing politicians who are dreaming of becoming the next office butler to Mark Zuckerberg. I know. Like that ledge bag, Nick Clegg. But we, we have to take positive. In other words, focus on fantasy fiction. I bags a Star Wars marathon watching weekend while I wait for the reshuffle of the parachute me out of the finance flames and into foreign affairs. Or why not just look at how good the polls have been for us lately? Whatever fantasy you're into, my deluded Jedi. No, seriously, the Irish Times poll says we're up to 21%. Ha! Toads bossing it. 21% is a good day now. And Red Sea had us on a historic low only weeks ago. The polls are polls apart. Turns out the Brits have started to make us appear half competent, sort of. And even still, me Hall remains more popular than you, Tarnishta. Oh, which reminds me, I'll have to have chats with Mihol. Oh? This December 15th handover thing is not going to work. Ah, because of the EU leaders summit on the same day. Exactement. There just won't be time for Mihol to go to the oars to resign and then back to the doll to vote me in <sighs> and then face an FF heave while I address the nation with film quotes and novelty socks, go to the oars for the Sealy thing and the photos that make me look 10 feet tall and then get to the VIP platinum lane in the airport to zip to Brussels in time to sit beside Macron at the black tie dinner while wearing my rave tank tee underneath for the clubbing from 2am while high-fiving Bilderberg bros. Sorry I missed the end of that. I was already leaving the house. Bye, see ya! I was just saying, Pascal, that I'll be in Davos by the time of the blackouts. Can't hear you! And the food riots. Bye now! Pascal! See ya! Dude! Not listening! Oh, tis a bitter tea. What do you mean? Yourself and me hard used to be good friends, McSherry. But we're still good friends. It's not what I heard about the kid. What have you heard? I heard you'd have fallen out to beat the band. Tishuk! If I did something to you, just tell me. You didn't do anything to me, Mac. I just don't like you no more. What's true? You don't like me. No, it is me that doesn't like you. You're dull, very self-absorbed, and me, me, me all the time. Always making a hames of things. Always making everything in terms of about yourself. What? You, Mac McSharry, are a dose. Uh, a dose? What? What do you mean he doesn't like you anymore? That's what he said, Jamiriam. Or he will rue the day he took on one of the Sligo McSharries, so he will. Well, the only claim to fame you have, Mac, is that time Pat Rabbit took you on and made you look a complete idiot. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) 
<laughs> and then he says to him, yeah, your talents gives a generation. <laughs> Behind! Let me back into the party. For the last time, leave me alone, you blackout. I, I I just want you to notice me. Be careful, Mac. Come on, talk to me now, Mihal, or I'll... I'll... Out of your what? I'll cut the back off you to all the political correspondence and all the papers. You do that anywhere? I'll... I, I'll vote against the government on a motion of no confidence. Ah, you did that too, you langer. Fine, grand. What then? You're, uh, then I'll resign. Go on, it'll make my life a lot easier, like, in terms of... I will, you know. I've serious matters of state to deal with. You can get back to your WhatsApp tiny tantrums about who said what on Ocean FM. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with McSharry, anyway? Is he like 12? I deserve credit for getting that ping-me-bob yoke into Sligo Hospital. Ah, you know, you're making a right fool of yourself, Mac. But that is what I was born to do. Ah. And you're denying my chance to do it inside the tent. Why are political metaphors all about urinating in and out of tents? Don't swear with no imagination. Let me in, Michal! The Banshees of Dal Aaron. Let me in! In cinemas now. I need the attention! Michal! 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 All right, okay. The DUP called this press conference because Sammy went through the morning papers and only found one article about us. And it was written by a Dublin government hurly-chewing papist. We will be ignored no more. Good job, Jeffrey. The Northern Ireland Protocol has forced our red hands and protruding forehead veins into acting exactly as the DUP would act anyway. Are you really blaming the storm and chaos on the protocol? Well, look, tooth fairy deliveries are being affected by the protocol. The protocol is a plague and a pox wailing upon us by sin-loving blasphemers and the glacier-shagging EU-worshipping deviants in Brussels where they don't even serve the Ulster Fry or a mixed grub. Exactly. All the evidence directly proves that the protocol has made Northern Ireland the only part of the UK that is actually thriving. No, no, I refute that. That's Sinn Féin Irish, smoky bacon flavoured crystal swing sexy huckle-bucking fiend The protocol is to blame for a lot of our problems. That's right, the protocol forgot to leave the bench out last yeah. night. The protocol keeps putting Eamon Holmes on the telly. Right. The protocol's a vegan. Yeah. Next question. Oh, I've not seen you before. No, you haven't. I slept with my producer's wife, so uh, he sent me to Northern Ireland as punishment. Oh, sorry for your troubles. Thank you. Now, there's been six secretaries of state here in six years, and it's been six years since Brexit. <gasps> Can you see a connection there? Absolutely. Six, 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 the number of the beast. No, the Brexit. And con- that beast is the protocol. Sorry. Sorry, this, uh, as you quite rightly point out, is Satan's work. I didn't. Satan has a father! Yeah. Is it responsible of the DUP to be flamming existential angst and loyalism with police warning of the threat of violence? What a buttery! What a buttery! How dare you! What about the master? What a butters? The only people threatening violence are those jumped up Irish football lassies singing about the IRA. Disgusting! Women playing football! Outrageous! Yeah. Isn't this just wasting time and money on an election when people are facing a cost of living crisis? I mean, how will DUP voters put up with this? Well, who else would they vote for, dear? We could show up in their gardens at four in the morning, bellowing passages from the Old Testament accompanied by an out-of-tune flute band, and they'd still vote DUP every time. And we'll fight this protocol all the way to election day. And when it happens, we will democratically refuse to accept the results again. And then so on to another election day. And we won't accept that one either. And so on, and so on, 
and so on and so on. By the way, would any businesses who have been adversely affected by the protocol please call the Sammy Wilson Constituency Office? It's the one filled with sausages, good British pork coursing through my veins all the way to every burst vessel in my face. God save the king! You're tuned to RTE Property, formerly RTE One. And up next, it's Cheap Irish Homes. I'm Maggie Malloy, and I'm on a mission to find Ireland's best tips, kips, shacks and shanties available on a budget that would easily buy you a three-bed in any other country. But there are still bargains to be had if you're willing to sacrifice your dignity and live in complete squalor. Our house hunters this week are Tom and Sharon. Well, we were renting a lovely house near to where we work in Dublin, uh, but then the owner said they were moving back from Sydney and wanted to live in it themselves. But actually, they've just put yeah. it back on the market and doubled the rent, so... Yeah, our budget is 200 grand, and we don't mind so long as we can commute to Dublin easily, you know? The first house I'm showing them is in West Kerry. It's on the market for 130 k so they'll have a decent chunk left over for renovations. Oh, it took us um, six hours to get here. The petrol alone has reduced our budget by five grand. What even is this? Charm. What? It was an old church dating back to the 7th century. Kieran here is our building engineer. Yeah, so this property has no roof, as you can see, or, or windows or doors. Right. Or plumbing or electricity. But it's very charming uh. and rustic. It even has an apple orchard. Oh. Though that is inside the property by the looks of it. Oh. It is a listed building, so you can't really touch it. Well, I suppose maybe we could manage. Um, we are pretty desperate. We should consider ourselves lucky, I suppose. I would have preferred a roof. <sighs> I could see Tom and Sharon were going to be quite picky. The next house was on a remote, nameless island off the northwest. Quite a bit far off. It's taken us 16 hours to get here. The ferry nearly sank in the storm. This one is in much better condition. And it's only 200k, Kira. It has all the mod cons, oh. great views, oh. very warm too. Oh, really? Mainly because, well, let's be honest, this house is currently on fire. Oh, no. There's, there's no fire services here. Yeah, I spoke to the owner there. The price will be negotiable depending on what remains. What? When the fire has, you know, burned itself out. I don't know. Sharon? I just don't think this will work for us. No. I mean, is there anything else at all in the rest of the... I've been on Daft, my home and lastresorts.ie for days. Which? And this is all that's left in the country. So, which one would you go for? I suppose the better one is the one that isn't on fire. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, that that. Probably Shades. And that's where we leave it, with no word on whether they even bid on any of the properties shown or ultimately left the country looking for a functioning housing market elsewhere. See you next week. Well, midterm break stand in presenter duty season, and it's Philip Boucher Hayes here filling in for Philip Boucher Hayes. And joining me in studio is the Minister of State with responsibility for doing interviews senior ministers don't want to do. <clears throat> First of all, if I may ask you, Minister, the situation regarding the issues pertaining to that particular inauspicious circumstance that has emerged 
in recent days and weeks? Or, if I may ask it another way, Minister, <clears throat> what exactly do you intend to do regarding this particular circumstance that heretofore well, has not actually been improved as per the public service guidelines for quality of delivery of said service. Well, first of all, Philip, uh, thank you very much for having me on. And I'm afraid we've just run out of time, (sighs) Minister. And that is it for the programme for this week. Sound was by Philip Boucher Hayes. The researchers were Philip Boucher Hayes. The series producer is Philip Boucher Hayes. And that's it from me. Philip Boucher Hayes will be back on Monday. Ah, uh, well, oil me squeeze backs and polish me pipes. Tis your humble lord and saviour of the dance, Michael Flatley here, and Cade Million Faulties to another episode of me podcast, The Jigs Up. Now, today we'll be chinwagging about the election in Brazil and how the woke brigade of Lib Flakes stole it. Me guest is an election expert and the only orange man I want to march alongside. <laughs> President Trump, gee, do it. Hey, Michael, my man. No, I did not do it. And even if I did do it, so what? Bigly, they're all lies. Ah, more power to you, you giant pair of trousers of a buckle. Thank you. Now, let's go deep into this election, yeah. my friend. Where exactly is Brazil in your opinion. Well, let me say this. I love Brazil. I love Brazilians. I've got one right now, believe <laughs> me. But that election was a total sham. It was, ask anybody. They'll tell you it was a sham. Ask anybody. Go ahead. Go ahead. And you have studied this whole thing in grand detail, haven't you? Bless your turnips. Totally. Three hours on the crapper watching Fox and Friends. I know all the best words about this stolen election. Stolen. And the Ladine Bolsonaro, he's the good guy here. The best. Ah. A great guy. Good friend of mine. He liked being president. He wanted to to stay president. Why not? To get to keep Why all not? the fancy documents. You take them home, sell them on eBay when you go bankrupt for a 14th time. So good. Do you know what got me to a thinking? Yeah. He's a lot like you. He's a good hombre. He did what I do every time I see my cardiologist. He said, I do not accept these results. I will never accept these results. Go back and change them or a lot of five people on both sides are going to get hurt. Yeah. A lot of people are going to get hurt. Oh, he's a sort of patriot that reminds me of Michael Collins, who fought Oliver Cromwell at Easter Island. You That'd see, Balsarambo knew the Gina virus was a sham. He knew the environment isn't real. He swears he shouts at Lion Media. He makes his own facts on the crapper. You you know what? He's a little too like me. Too like me. This idiot is a copycat. He's a copycat. Right. I came up with all the election denying stuff long before him. Wait, wait. He's ripping me off. He is. It's been trademarked. Trump. Oh, yeah. Trump. You know, I think I should sue this loser. I think, you know, what's what's one more lawsuit, right? Pickle me petticoats. There we have to leave it, President Trump. Goodbye, goodbye. Don't forget, friends, to download my tune of the week, the bloodstained shamrock by the Paddy's Day Patriots from their album, Make Ireland Grand Again. Great bunch of ladies. And use the code Flatly Freedom Pants to get a discount on their combat gear on their website. And until next time, may the road rise and the piper piddle before you. Yeah, so dry November, if you're into it, has got off to a very wet start, hasn't it? My panel now to discuss this month of dark nights, misery, moustaches, and remembering who James McLean is, Michael Harding. Uh, P. 
peace to all, Brendan. We're also joined by a long-winded animal describer, Inilona. How's she cutting? Although they're not cutting anymore because all the harvest is done now and the mice are living in yeah. your homes and their little noses and little whiskers and little uh, brown the fur. filmmaker, Jim Sheridan, because he sounds like his voice is a dark, wet evening, like. Dark, dripping... Morky And Terry Prone is on the phone I'm in constant pain Yeah, How's the Martello Tower holding up in all this weather Terry? I suppose if they could survive Bono living in one They can put up on anything, no? They deliberately made them damp So the French wouldn't want to live in them, Brendan And I'm with the French (laughs) (laughs) Yeah Okay, Jim Sheridan, do you like this time of year? <coughs> well, there's a, a palpable sense of the broken. Yeah. That nothing will ever be yeah. nice again. You're nodding, Michael Harding. The dying of the light. Seek truth in its beautiful embers. And that's an extract from Michael's new book, Death, More Death, and the Lovely Polish Girl Who Smiles at Me in Sendra. Jim, Jim. When we was Chesler's Brandon. Yeah. We used to call this sacred pagan time between Halloween and the Christmas. Go on. By the term shite. Really? Now that is just pure prayerful. Do you know? Can I just say, Brendan, yeah. even the spiders hate this time of the year. That's why they're invading your house right now, you see, while you're out. Wait. Turning on your immersion while you're not there. Thousands of them. Filly little hairs that are filly little... And we have the false widows as well to contend with, like. Well, a few nips from a false widow never killed anyone uh, who was in the full of their health to start with anyway. Of course, normally they'd be eaten by the birds, but with the avian flu now, the birds are all dying inside. Well, in a way, we are all dying, Ina. Sorry? But there's a real beauty in dying. Well, do you know about that? And I found... Gorgeous beauty Did you? In the dripping nozzle Of the latte machine In a Londis In Leitrim once What? I'm in constant pain There's a palpable sense Of privilege oh. In pain Do you know? Oh. It was the shy time Is what the druids call Yeah you told us that already Jim Come here to me Do the clocks going back Add to the misery now Do you think? No I don't keep a clock No my circadian rhythms tell me when it's time to die. Of course, nature's clock is actually the dandelion, and the dandelion's the... Take the time huh. for the dandelion. Another extract from the book there. <coughs> I remember we used to be in the bed, top to tail, the four of us. Yeah. And we'd be chipping little loiskas off the covers. Well, at least it doesn't get that cold in Merino now, Jim, to be fair. And that's because the planet is dying. Which we can find great beauty in. Do you know? Right. Anything to add to that, Jim? Endless dismay. Right. Well, that's the end of my dry November anyway. And to leave us go, here is Radiohead. The midterms. A time when tired little brains take a nice long break from the doyle. And also, schools close across the country. But in the United States, the midterm break is a bit more literal. Washington correspondent Sean Whelan reports. These elections have repercussions far beyond the US, not least in forcing us to learn words like codify, filibuster and gubernatorial, all of which sound like noises Joe Biden might make. My fellow Mexicans, don't codify yourself. The Republicans are a party of goobers. We, we need to filibuster the polling booths, fill several buses. We can't lose the House. Less time I did, 
Took me four days to find it again. God bless America-round. For 50 years, Americans haven't had to consider Roe and Wade, unless they were weighing up methods for crossing a body of water. But now, it's a major issue on the ballot. Here's Dale. The Republicans overturn Roe v. Wade. If we win, I'll unoverturn it. If they win next time and then dis-unoverturn it, we'll win. And we'll just anti-dis-unoverturn it again. And so on. And so forth, every two years, what a country! One key state is Florida, whose incompetent incumbent is unencumbered by morals. Ron DeSantis has built a following by bravely taking on the might of drag queens, the Special Olympics, and Walt Disney. If re-elected, I will remake Buzz Lightyear without the characters who are, you know, how can I say this within the law, uh, the ones who that are unstraight. Wow, really painted myself into a corner with that whole don't say gay thing. But perhaps the most crucial vote will take place in Pennsylvania. It flipped red in 2016 and flipped blue again in 2020. Though at this stage, I think it's safe to say all 50 of them are a flipping state. Sean Whelan, questioning my life decisions, Washington, D.C. Okay, we're back, we're back. Still no calls over that outrage that celebrations will leave the bounties in the box in Ireland for the crimbo, but remove them in the UK. I thought that would get them going, no? Nothing, no calls. Okay, well, let's see if the board flu gets the lines hopping and the callers are pecking on this midterm break news slump. Joan's on the line. You have hens, Joan. Go ahead. I do, Joe, yes. Hen fat have locked down your Rhode Island Red, so you're furious. No hen parties. No, well, I've been keeping them indoors so they're safe from the flu, Joe. Oh, I see. So what you've done is exactly the thing experts recommended. That's right, Joe, and the hens are happy out. Uh, it doesn't make for great radio, though, does it, Joan Pet? No. Well, you see, I had a funny poem about them. No, no, we and don't have time. Maura, Maura's, Joe, Maura's Joe, on the line. Go ahead, Maura. The Mansion House live crib, No, no, Joe. no, there's a story. There's, it's an absolute disgrace, isn't it, Maura? Treating the poor craters like they're nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Those animals deserve No, it. no, I'm talking about the people of Dublin. Dublin City, Maura. Real <laughs> dubs like me. The ah, here's and the up the yards. They deserve a live crib after the few poxy years we've had. One with the pandemic and no All-Irelands for two years. No, I'm a dub, Joe, and I think uh. it's great that the animals are getting arrested. Well, what about tradition, Maura? What about the tradition? I'm, are you against I'm, tradition? I'm, I'm, you're you're against it. You're against Animal it. welfare is... The no, no, the donkeys, Maura. People have the rights to see the lovely, Joe, sacred, uh, blessed donkeys as Eosa Christ himself had in the manger, Maura. Joe, I agree with Maura there. <sighs> I agree yeah, with yes, her. Yes, no use today. Let's go to the story about the angry priest in Kerry who denounced everybody's top five favourite sins in a diatribe. Frank is on line five. You're apoplectic, Frank. Well, no, not really. I, I think you shouldn't have him on. Mm, you want them silenced, deplatformed, as we used to say, coming home from Tamangos where the gang goes. No, no, I, I just think you shouldn't have him on uh-huh. because he was already on the news at one a few minutes ago. Sorry? And Brian Dobson did a superb job. You're joking. He was, he, was, he was on news at one. He was. No, but I was planning to shout at him today in a completely objective and balanced in 
Vector Frank. Oh, dear God. He was a total disgrace to carry No, this is more like it, Jacinta. Go you ahead. Are... Don't hold back now, Jacinta. Let I me won't. drink in your rage. Let me smoke your hernia all the way to He does lungs. not represent the real people down here. Uh, I was disgusted, and he should uh, be totally ashamed of himself. Go on, totally. Jacinta. You are, yeah, you're foaming, foaming at the ears. Speaking with an American twang like that. I'm sorry, oh. the, the, twa- the twang. It was the twang that done it for you. Twas. What about the diatribe, Justin? What about the diatribe? Well, I don't know about that. I couldn't stand listening to him because <sighs> he was talking all the time with a yank accent, Joe. No, that's no Disgrace. good. No good to us, Jacinta, love. It was an insult to the men and women who have spent years mm. perfecting our indecipherable accent yeah. in this region. We'll leave there back next week along with, hopefully, the news and the rage. Oh, there's a recession on the way. That'll be live, live, fun times. Ooh, merci for now. Okay, Curry Mayugurch gang, I'm sorry I can't be there in person for the meeting. Uh, I just so jet lagged after Good Morning Britain what? last week on the television. <laughs> I could have sworn that interview was recorded in your office. Ooh. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, I'm sensing a lot of negative energy this morning. It's three in the afternoon, boss. So. Did you not hear her, Pierce? She's bleeding jet lagged. Don't mind him, Louise Hun. He's just smarting about for rancor, calling him quasi dirty. Well. <laughs> Which was pretty good, actually. It was absolutely uncalled for. Well, I thought you did a tremendous job on ITV. Thank you. Really made the case for United Ireland Uh in baby terms that the average Holly Willoughby-hating viewer might understand. What I really enjoy about talking to the Brits is they don't ask fiddly follow-up questions like our lot. How are we going to pay for that, Mary Lou? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, ask Pierce Quartang. (laughs) Well, look, the papers here have been whinging about a kind of a lack of engagement from yourself recently, boss. Yeah, I'd like more engagement from Colin Farrell but we can't always get what we want can we? Dead right boss Plus I don't want to say anything and have it taken out of context i.e. repeat it back to me verbatim like what happened to poor Owen Yeah you tick Owen What? Threatening to sack the chief economist what? and then denying it until there's a recording Yes but I be- Frightened the poor centrists that I have fought so hard to win over with my special hot mess brand of low low detail I have written a letter of apology in squid ink pesto mm. on edible rice paper to the chief economist. Yeah, but the most important point is that we don't actually need to sack civil servants own if we don't like what they're saying. Exactly, yeah. What? Right, don't we? We could just ignore them and pursue our own agenda regardless of their advice. I mean, that's how it's done when you're actually in government. Oh. Sorry, hold on. So there really is a job called chief economist. Jeepers. Um. I really should start listening to those McWilliams podcasts. <laughs> is he related to the Women's Coalition there? Right, lads. Is there anything else before we let Madame Boss clock off she looks wrecked oh, <laughs> steady on Louise I'm well able for more I'm practically a workaholic <laughs> well there is actually the north oh. Uh, oh. Um, oh, actually maybe I should take a quick lie down yeah, yeah. I can't be dealing with your man um, Chris Hutton uh, Chris Hadfield Chris Heaton Harris the northern oh. secretary whatevs I don't have the mental capacity to learn another Tory's name <laughs> Michelle will do all that nerdy dirty nordy stuff right we're done well just seven more items on Great, the- fantastic. Oh. Slong the fool, everyone. Right, it's one. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.